I'm Julie. I'm Amy. And it's time to pucker up. Woohoo! We're puckering up after a long absence of the off seasoning. Yes, and we will uh we've completed our preseason slate of games and uh, we're gonna start our, our brand new 2021-2022 season on Wednesday. Would you like to hear a fun preseason fact? Sure. The Washington Capitals won as many preseason games as the Buffalo Sabres. That's not a fun fact. That's a terrible fact. But I mean, here's the thing. Washington Capitals always suck in the preseason. That's true. If the Washington yes. Capitals started doing well in the preseason, we would not know what to do with ourselves, right? Yes, and we ended up saying that uh, several times during this preseason. Everybody starts freaking out about preseason, and it's just like, but it's, it's preseason. Although, for some reason... This preseason was very, very feisty. It was, especially as we got closer and closer to the real hockey. Towards the end of the preseason. Like, I don't know what was going on against Philly Friday night, but it was nothing good. No, it was lots of... And Boston, the game before that, was a little feisty as well. It was a little feisty against the Devils, too. What is going on? What's in the water? Is that just how it's going to be? I mean, I think... (laughs) Maybe, maybe those teams are just tired of playing each other after playing each other eight times last season. Last season, or didn't feel sixteen like, times or whatever the hell it was, feel like a real season because all you saw was the same three teams, and I was so bored. It didn't feel like real hockey anymore. I Pretty do much. have a thought about why everyone is so feisty, and it does play into what's the message, Gary? Yeah, yeah. So, this year, allegedly, they're cracking down on cross-checking. Ah, yes. Allegedly. Allegedly. That's an an important word. Because you notice that it started out being very cracked down on. But by the end of the preseason, it was same shit, different season. I mean... That was like, like a few, a few seasons back, like before pre-Rona, when they were like, hey, we're going to really pay attention to these new face-off rules. Yeah. That we're going to tw- kick people out of face-off. 2017. And they did that a whole lot in the preseason. And it and never. Maybe it, it maybe carried over into like the first few games of the regular season. And then they were like, face-off? What face-off rules? Because everyone knows the way to win a face-off is to cheat. Good face-off winners know how to count face count down a face-off. Yeah, basically. well, the no the the good face-off winners know how to cheat effectively and get away with it. Mm, that's part of cheating. They're not yet getting yes. his nuts off. No, he is still not good at it. I looked up at the I looked up at the scoreboard one time on Friday night and saw that the face-off percentage for Philadelphia was sixty-two percent. I was going to say it was in the 60s somewhere. Yeah. yeah, I noticed that too. And I was like, oh, what if we like just maybe want to face off once in a while? Just like thought about it. Hey, what if we had a first line center? <laughs> we'll get to that. Do you want to talk about our other weird what's the message, Gary thing? Yeah, we could talk about it a little bit. So it's not your typical what's the message, Gary fair, but it was a message in, in essence to Gary amongst others. Let's say it just got Gary's attention from Robin Lanner, who has always, or at least of late, been very a very outspoken player as hockey players go. 
about several things. Um, this time, it is basically was spurred on by the treatment of Jack Eichel currently in Buffalo. And of course, Robin Leonard used to be his teammate in Buffalo. And he's seeing what's happening to Jack Eichel and thinking that, you know, the way that teams and maybe team medical staff, by some extension, treat players. The particular instance he brought up was maybe serving up some benzodiazepine and, and I forget what the other drug was. Oh, Ambien. Um, um, to players without a prescription or the player's knowledge of what was being given to them um, is something that is common. I mean, he implied throughout the league, but not in Vegas. He made sure to say that he hadn't seen it in Vegas. Um, but he... it, it basically implied that Nolan Patrick, who came over from Philly, had had that done. And it was confirmed later that, yes, he had been given those things for his well, the migraine guy that, issues. The guy that confirmed it then walked that back. Well, yeah. But it got Gary's attention, and lo and behold, the next message from Mr. Laner was, we're going to have a talk with the NHL and the NHLPA about this. And what he said was it was a very constructive conversation and that he was going to deal with things privately moving mm -hmm. forward, et cetera. And, I mean, we discussed this in the Discord. The minute that he said he was going to have a conversation with the NHL and, and the PA. shut down. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I'll be really curious to see if we ever, ever hear anything about this again. So there are a couple things to this. So I think part of it, Robin Leonard used to play in Buffalo. And part of it came, part of his entire rant came from the way Jack Eichel is being treated in Buffalo and the way Robin Leonard was treated in Buffalo. True. I left that part out, but yes. Um, Robin Leonard apparently had an ankle issue in Buffalo that he played through and was in a lot of pain and I believe was apparently given a lot of drugs for it, which was unfortunate because Robin Leonard is an addict. And yeah, and he was encouraged to play through. Like it wasn't like he decided to play through no. it. Um, well, that's par for the course in hockey, too. Yeah. So. I'm sure Jack Eichel is being encouraged to play through things he shouldn't be playing through. So because Robin Leonard was encouraged to play through injury and because Robin Leonard is an addict, those two things exacerbated each other. So Robin Leonard is lashing out at the Buffalo Sabres and the NHL for allowing Jack Eichel to be treated this way. And then in the same rant where he's lashing out at Buffalo and the NHL lashes out at Alain Villon, who currently coaches the Flyers. And that comes in the same stream of thought as his um, accusation about the drugs. Accusation about the medications being administered without consulting an actual doctor. Can I briefly add that I really did like the reference to Alain Vigneault as a dinosaur coach. Yeah. Continue. Yes. Um, so Leonard then clarified he did not mean that Vigneault was doing those things or that it was, I mean, just that Vigneault's coaching style was bad and he treated people like shit. 
but of I, course, I think I think it was kind of like this happened on his watch. Yeah, it made it easy to draw the conclusion that Benzos and Ambien were given to Nolan Patrick, given that Nolan Patrick is the most recent player to become a teammate with Robin Leonard, who played under Alain Vigneault. So Correct. if that's true, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. But we don't know if that's true and we can't confirm that. And people are saying, okay, that's not true. Robin's saying, I'm not saying Vigneault did that, which that was never a thing that he actually said that Vigneault did that. He said trainers um, implied they were under Vigneault. And which it is what it is. And so now it's very who said what about who and what's true and what's not true. And and, and now what's going to be said behind closed doors or not. Yeah. But my problem with all of it, regardless of what is or is not true, is the number of people who are saying, oh, uh, Robin Leonard was saying these things because he's bipolar, blah, blah, blah. I'm glad you brought that up because that's just a bunch of bullshit. Um, That's a shitty thing to say, regardless of how you feel about Robin Leonard or what he said. Um, And it makes your bipolar friends feel like shit, which I'm sure you saw me say on on Twitter. Yes, on the Twitter. There is... You can tell the difference between when a bipolar person is having a manic episode and when they're when they need just deciding yeah exactly and this was not unique like this was someone who was just tweeting this was not this was not we were not at peak kanye west someone needs help oh yeah no i no not by a long shot uh because i mean and again it it very much mirrors a lot of a lot of Robin Leonard has been outspoken on Twitter before. Yes. This is just different subject matter. Sometimes, and I don't know how Robin Leonard regulates his bipolar disorder or how, whether I'm, I'm sure he's medicated for it because it's very, very hard to regulate otherwise. But I don't know what his cocktail is or if he's like still adjusting some things. So, there's a thing that happens when you get a little manic sometimes and you say to yourself, all right, I'm going to say some shit and I don't give a fuck if I burn some bridges. Yeah. And I know some people, I mean, pe- some people are like that anyway, but it's very much a thing that happens in the manic mindset. And I'm not saying this from anything other than anecdotal experience. Right as a bipolar person so um i think sometimes robin is in that headspace where he doesn't give a shit Mm -hmm. and so um yeah but for people to be like oh well he needs he needs help they need to get him off of twitter blah 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 whatever that's not he doesn't need help he's fine he's just talking shit on twitter and some people happen to not like it and it might burn some bridges, but it's not like, oh, oh he's in trouble. No, it's fine. He's fine. We're not, we haven't well, reached, we haven't reached Kanye West. No. And, and I mean, in the hockey world, 
it's akin to Kanye West because God forbid a hockey player speak his mind ever. Hockey, I mean, it, it's a lot for a hockey player because hockey players don't talk. Right. But beyond that, no. It's normal. In, 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 in real world, he's it's not. It's normal for a human. Yeah. Low lights. We've got low lights. Uh, we do. The Caps are not doing great. Physically? We've got some problems. And our two biggest problems right now, one, Nick Backstrom's hips, which have been a problem in the past and mm-hmm. are once again coming back to bite us on the ass. But a new and horrible one is that Russian machine might be broke. That they didn't know his status for opening night. The good news is his status is day to day and not week to week. They don't know what his status for opening night is, but as we record this, it is Sunday and opening night is Wednesday. So maybe, but I think we might, worst case scenario, be looking at an opening night the first time in a very long time where there is no Nicholas Backstrom and there is no Alex Ovechkin on the ice. I'll look into the future, if you will. (laughs) Please, I don't, I don't want to think. So... If you missed it, what happened was Ovi tried to throw a check on Travis Konechny and Travis Konechny might be too short to get checked. When you check a man who's only the height of your knee, I guess your ankle gets hurt. I think from, because I, I watched it a couple of times. I think it's his knee. You think it's his knee? Yeah. And that that's not good. So it wasn't a huge surprise to me that he did not come back to Friday night's game. No, on I mean, account- it's a preseason game. Why do yeah. you do that? Like people are like, oh my god, what if he doesn't come back? Well, like, why would he come back? Like, it's it's a preseason game. Keep him out for precautionary reasons at the least. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, right now he's day to day. They haven't skated, have they? They didn't skate this weekend. They skated. They skated today. Did they skate today? Do you know if he skated? Yeah, because he did not skate today. Okay. And and Lobby said. That's when he said he's day to day and they're not sure of his status for opening night. That's also when he had a little statement to say about Michael Kepney. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that's a low light or a high. I honestly don't know. There have been times where Kepney has been a highlight for our team, but I just. The only highlight he brings me now are feeling sexy feelings about his hair. He's very good looking, but. Kepney was put on waivers and did clear and will start the season in Hershey because honestly, and honestly, I think that's a good choice. Well, and what Lavulette said is, is right. He needs to, he needs to play. I mean, the guy hasn't played professional hockey in over a year. Yeah. And he needs to get up to game speed and all that other good stuff, which he clearly was not during the preseason. No, and what he was, I like, he wasn't playing hockey. He was playing those preseason games he was in. He was playing like a plug who was trying to make the team. He was throwing hits. He had no business throwing. He was trying to fight more than he was trying to play hockey. It made no sense. And when he was like trying to play hockey, he looked more like a mite than anything else. It was like, all right, well, there's the puck. Let me go after it. All right, let me just throw my stick in places. Okay, let me pass it to nobody. Like, yeah, I mean, I think it's very, very, I mean, I'm glad he queered, he queered, sure. 
I'm glad he- <laughs> that's on brand it's a freudian slip um i'm glad he cleared waivers so we didn't lose him for nothing oh One- i think that should be cleared waivers from now on <laughs> that's what happens when i'm put on waivers um (laughs) so we get we also will get that cap relief from his contract being shoved off to the ahl so i honestly dread talking about this other one because there's so much happening it's true so if you want to not listen to us talk about Evander Kane, now is the time to skip forward. There we go. Evander Kane. What I put in the notes was Evander Kane finds new ways to be a shit human. Yeah, it's really impressive. So the last time we recorded, he had been, he was being investigated by the NHL for potentially gambling on his own games so which was an accusation thrown forward by his estranged wife ex-wife um i believe she is just estranged and they are in the process of getting divorced okay that's what i thought but i wasn't sure either currently is or was pregnant and i don't know if she's had that baby yet so in the midst of all of this evander kane's like gambling debts and bankruptcy like he filed for bankruptcy he's got these gambling debts he potentially gambled on his own games his although wife, the investigation on that came out and said the, no he did they, yeah the, the nhl found that he did not gamble on his own games so he's been cleared of that his estranged wife has accused him of abandoning her with their child and unborn child um in financial destitution to the point where she had to pawn her wedding set to pay for formula because i believe the child they have is very small god there's so much i'm trying to think of what comes next she has accused him of abusing her which of course he filed a restraining order filed for a restraining order yes um while he apparently spent the off season in europe with his new girlfriend Mm. who is is like some 20 year old model or something like that which is very interesting to me because he allegedly has no money so how did he afford to jet set all around europe but he accused her likewise of abuse there was the incident where he was accused of reneging on a payment to a woman who he had paid off to have an abortion Mm. and it was her third or fourth abortion with him and he had paid her to have an abortion previously and now the nhl is investigating him because they have discovered he may have used a fraudulent vaccine card the main question here being why does he why is he still employed as a professional hockey player how is he not in jail I mean, yes, I want to advocate for people being in jail, but what (laughs) the fuck, man? Yeah. I mean, at the very least, why is he still employed? (laughs) Like, what is going on? Like, this man, it's, I mean, like, he's a rapist, allegedly. Mm. He probably shouldn't have gotten away with that one. So let's start there. And then there's all this, like, how far does it go? 
Yeah, you had a really good point there with following the money. Like somehow he's bankrupt and yet. Yeah, he's filed for bankruptcy. Like is the girlfriend footing the bill? Like the little like the little like model girlfriend or whatever she is. Maybe she is sugar mama. <sighs> Gross. Um, I mean, like, do whatever you want to do, but don't say the word sugar mama to me. Sorry. That's gross. <laughs> that, gross <laughs> that grossed me out. Sorry, um, I didn't mean to gross you out. I mean, a lot of this is gross. It's all very gross. I mean, all of it's gross, but like, ugh. all right. Um, I don't understand. Things are not adding up. And then to... For the, the funniest thing would be that if the thing that takes him down is like submitting a fake vaccine card like really? that's a federal offense isn't he canadian is it still a federal offense if he's canadian do we have an extra it doesn't, treaty a, with canada it's a it's a u.s federal law that he broke oh, doesn't okay. matter where he's from all right cool i don't know how that works i'm not a lawyer i'm a i have an english sugaring man I mean, his employer is based in the U.S., and my guess is it's him, his employer that asked for it. Well, that, and, and that, he probably had to present it to Fly, and probably every other country that he entered, he probably had to present it. I mean, I'm sure there's a similar law in Canada. I can't imagine that there isn't. Maybe he lives in one of those really backwoods places in Canada that doesn't believe in vaccines. They have those places in Canada, just like the, it's the Texas of Canada, the middle part. No, but there's a mandate. I mean, there are rules in Canada that he's breaking. Sure, sure, sure. Even if it's even if it's like the flight rules and shit like that, there that they could get rules are broken. Yes, shit is fucked up. Like something has to give somewhere. He can't just keep skating by. Like no pun intended. Good God, I'm sorry. (laughs) Anytime I do it, it's unintentional. (laughs) As opposed to me. God, you're such a dad. I am. We established that the other evening. So now we're done talking about Evander Kane and people can come Yes, it's safe. You can come out now. Highlights. There's a biscuit. There's two biscuits. There are. There's an additional biscuit. It was in a basket. I know. They put him in a basket. I can't put my biscuit in a basket. Your biscuit's a big-ass dog. Well, that and she's found some baskets in my apartment and she's decided they taste really good. Anyway, the Capitol's got a new dog. His name is Biscuit. He's a chocolate lab and he's uh, 10 weeks old. He's really cute. And he will now, he will hereafter be referred to as Boy Biscuit. Not to, to, uh, to, uh. Be confused with Girl Biscuit. Yes. Who belongs to me. Just like we have Dog Koozie and Human Koozie. Correct. We just like to, you know, make things and... as difficult as possible. Bark Jimin as opposed to Park Jimin. There you go. You have written, maybe some young folks will play for the Caps this season. And I feel like that sounds fake. I don't know if one of the things that happened today at Skate, from what I read, unless I was hallucinating, was that Connor McMichael skated first line center. What? Or first line wing. Sorry, first line wing. To um, take fake. over, take over for Ovi if needed. Okay, but see if needed. So if Ovi is back, then there's Connor McMichael. Right. I didn't say they would play for the for the Caps for the whole season, but they would play for the Caps. 
Ovi comes back just to make sure that no one younger than 30 plays for the Washington Capitals. Motherfucker. By the way, I am all, and, and so are a lot of us in the Discord, all on Team Hendrix LaPierre. <gasps> I love him. I He's love so adorable. And I love his nickname. Lappy. Lappy. He's that's like a dog's name. Exactly. You know who I discovered I actually really love? And if you're going to milkshake duck me, I don't want to hear it. But I love Keith Yandel. Yes, we came to this conclusion the other night when we were watching the Flyers game at Podcast HQ. He is great. Oh, my God. And you were outside for the best part. The Britney part? No, I saw that. No, you were there for the Britney part. You weren't there for the part where he was, like, going, like, going through his, like, media day stuff. Oh, yes. You ended up telling me about that. But I And Melanie it. was so confused because I said it was the greatest piece of cinema I had ever seen. It was amazing. It was, like... I loved it so much. Keith Yandel. When when Amy says the Britney thing, she's referencing like the Flyers are apparently trying to pick a new goal song and they ask the players what song they should suge- suggested. And Keith Yandel just straight up says Britney Spears is three. And I... <laughs> the shriek that emitted from Julie... I love that one man and it's a Philadelphia flyer. Well, you know, there's an, there's, um, that's not true. I love the Seattle Kraken. Yes, you do. And tell us why. Marcus Johansson. Jojo Kraken. Jojo Kraken. (laughs) Marcus Joe Kraken. Oh God. Um, and I got my t-shirt. I'm ready. Boyfriends are in new places. I think I might have to get myself a Hopi Dallas jersey. My hockey boyfriend is now a goaltender for the Dallas Stars. He and his turtles and his family are back in the U.S. I feel like he could, he could, like, there's some places in Dallas he would, like, really vibe with. Like, I know, like, Dallas is, like, conservative, but he could, like, go to Deep Ellum or whatever, and he can have a good time. I hope so. I hope he's not stuck amongst all the all the weirdo QAnon Trumpy people. Uh, Although, you know, that could be most of his hockey team. So I just hope that Jamie Benn says the wrong thing in front of Braden Holby. Ooh, oh, let's just place our bets on whether or not that's going to happen this season. I mean, not like we'd ever know. And Because neither one of them would talk about it. No. Olympic rules in this shootout, boys. Order of shooters is me, 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 and then me again. I'm fucking TJ Yoshi. I have two things under highlights. Oh, okay. I was hoping you could come up with some highlights for me because I was um, at a loss. I hate to say it, but Brandon Tanev is actually hot. I hate to agree with you, but I do. Like, I realize this man has always just seen a ghost, but... <laughs> kind of part of what makes him hot some of the silliness is the appeal maybe that as far as i'm concerned personally yes but also seattle is always like posting like real thirst trap like videos of him and i'm like all right i see you i mean to be fair there's not a lot of people to choose from on the kraken that they could use for thirst trappy shit 
I can think of some suggestions. They may not be suggestions that other people would agree with, but I have one. Yeah, I'm talking about I'm talking about universal thirst trap. I said what I said. (laughs) (laughs) No, for you is different. Also, Philip Grubauer is there and he's extremely good looking. He is. He needs to keep his beard in check, though, because sometimes when it gets a little scraggly, it's not so. So my other thylite thirst trap, my other (laughs) thylite, I mean, is for those of you who like a hockey fight, Friday night, for whatever reason, Travis Konechny was trying to get himself killed. Oh, my God. Yes, he was. And at one point, Tom Wilson had hold of Travis Konechny. And that was exactly as comical as you think it was. Actually, you know what else was a little bit comical? What? The game before, when things were starting to get feisty with Boston, and at one point around the goal, in the words of the the Boston play-by-play dude, everybody had a dance partner. Y'all. And Ovi's dance partner, very briefly... And nothing came of it except for, you know, maybe some face washing and things was Taylor Hall. I wanted it to be, I, uh, you're right. No, because it took me forever to figure out who Ovi had hold of. Cause I wanted it to be Charlie McAvoy so bad because Charlie McAvoy looks like a cabbage patch doll. He does. So if you've ever heard me refer to someone on Boston's team as cabbage patch, it's Charlie McAvoy. That's who I'm talking about because he straight up looks like his name should be he like you like pulled up a he should have xavier tattooed on his ass Uh, yes i wish (laughs) i regret now that i did not flip open my baby book and look at the names of my um my cabbage patch kids before i got in oh i didn't have any i didn't have any boys i just had a girl and she looked like me i had one of each i think um i there are two certificates in my baby book i could look at I'll look later and I'll I'll message you my cabbage patch kid names. I remember mine because I named her. It was Kimberly Ann. Oh no, mine came with names. Oh, they came I'm, with names, but you could change them. Oh no, no, my mom bought them for me, and they came with names. Mm. They're in my baby book. I didn't name them. Ah. Um, I was older than you. Yeah, now you probably we weren't old new, enough to name them. We have a new segment. We do special just for this little. Between preseason and regular season podcast called Who He Play For. And yes, for those of you who are unfamiliar, this is sort of in honor of it having been an off season and lots of people moved around, but also in honor of a lot of the NHL coverage moving to ESPN. There's a thing that Shaq and Charles Barkley do on ESPN with the basketballs called Who He Play For. And usually, I am very good at who he play for. Well, and here's the thing. Here's something that I learned when I was doing a little bit of this, because I was doing it in bits and pieces during the offseason. And I did some more of it today before we recorded. But um, when the basketball version of this happens, it happens because Charles Barkley doesn't know any of the non-marquee players on a team. Valid. Like if, and so what Shaq will do is name a non-marquee player and say who he played for, and Charles Barkley will be at a loss, and that's the bit, right? So what I'm going to do today is I actually picked a player from each 
of 31 teams. I did not do the Washington Capitals because we know who they all play for. Do we? Um, I mean, I'm assuming that there's not a name that I can mention that you wouldn't say, oh, yeah, he plays for the Caps. Unless I went like way down in in the prospect squad, but we're talking about what I did was I pulled up at on NHL.com all of the current active rosters of the teams. This is as of today. And so as of today, all of the names that I'm gonna give to you are names that are on an active NHL roster who have not yet been cut or sent down to waivers or what have you. Some of them are players that have switched teams. Some of them are like the Charles Barkley style non-marquee players because there are a few teams out there that didn't do a whole hell of a lot in the offseason. The Cavs being one of them. Um, but there are a couple as well. So there's going to be one of these for every team. And I'm ready. Are you ready? Hit me. The first one's a little bit of a stumper because no. I didn't recognize the name. Darren Helm. Who he, he played for. He used to play for Detroit. He does not play for Detroit. Oh, he used to play for Detroit, though. Who he played for? You want to guess? Oh. Anaheim. Colorado. Really? Mm-hmm. Ooh, they signed Jack Johnson today. They did. I almost threw him on the list just to give you. There are a few gimmies on this list already, or I would have thrown Darren him on the Helm list. Darren Helm definitely used gimme. to play for um, Detroit, though. I'm sure he did because I went in and I made sure when I was picking names that I didn't recognize to see how long they had been with the team (laughs) or if they just got there. So a lot of these guys just got to these places. So Ryan Suter. Shit. He signed somewhere dumb. (laughs) He did. Who he played for. Fuck. Was it the island? The Dallas Stars. Shit. Oh, why did they do that? He got let go from the wild for a reason. He did. Nikita Zaitsev. Who he play for? Zaitsev? Oh, fuck. Uh, I don't know. The Ottawa Senators. Why was I going to know anybody that plays on the Ottawa Senators, Amy? I don't know, but there has to be one from every team. Um, Our good boy, Matty P. Matthew Perot. Is he not playing for Winnipeg anymore? No. Fuck. Um, I'll give you a hint. He has not left Canada. Vancouver. The Montreal Canadiens. Ew. Here's one of your gimmies. Seth Jones, who he play for? Shit. Okay. He doesn't play for Columbus anymore. That's correct. And I just saw it the other day. Come on, brain. Come on, brain. Who he play for? Chicago. Ding, 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 ding. Seth Jones is now a Chicago Blackhawk. Cody Cece. Who he play for? Oh, God. So you already did Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, as we get through this list, that will help make it easy, too. Uh, Anaheim. The Edmonton Oilers. Mm. I've watched Edmonton play twice already this season, and I... <laughs> Vinny Hinostroza. Shit, he used to play for Arizona. And Chicago. He spent most of his career in Chicago. Then he was in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Where is he now? Fuck if I know. Buffalo. Really? Mm-hmm. Ryan Ellis. Shit, we just talked about this. Isn't he a flyer now? Yes. Good job. I was just about to say we've seen him play twice. I was like, wait a second. Didn't we just talk about this literally like <laughs> last night? No, night um, before last. Mm-hmm. 
Brock McGinn. Boston. Pittsburgh. Hmm. Peter Morazic. Oh, Morazic plays somewhere really stupid. No, he plays in Arizona. He sure does not. No? No. He's probably going to be the starter on this team. Although he might split time, too. Carolina. No, that's where he was. I don't know. I got nothing for you, man. Toronto. Toronto. Yes. Him and Jack Campbell. Really? Yes. Dude, Toronto's fucked. (laughs) Yeah, see, this is also a way where we can go, these teams are going to be interesting this season. What? Well, yeah, because Freddie went Freddie went to Freddie uh, plays in Carolina. Yes. Rem Pitlick. He just got picked up off waivers by somebody. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who. The Minnesota Wild. Why would I know that? I don't know. You know I turn teams off after JoJo leaves, right? I know. I know. Well, we're going through all 31 minus Good. the caps. Oh, it was like 32. Yes. Travis Boyd. Uh, who he play for? Shit. Arizona. Yes. Excellent. Good job. Patrick Nemeth. Who he play for? Bro, I don't even know who that is. You making you fucking making names up. Okay, well, there weren't a lot of newbies on this team. He plays for the Rangers. Oh. Ryan Reeves, who is injured. I, right. That but that would have been a gimme. You would have known that. <laughs> no, the funniest one is that both times we <laughs> played. There are still. There's still at least two gimmies on this list. Both time, both times we played the Flyers, like halfway through the game, me realizing Cam Atkinson's a flyer. I almost put him on the list to see if he would still realize it. No. Like, um, okay, Sam Reinhardt. Shit. Um, where did he go? Who he played for? Boston. Florida. Mm. Philip Deneau. Tampa. The LA Kings. Oh, who? I know. Here's your here's here's a gimme if you can remember who he played for. Kevin Shattenkirk. Anaheim. Excellent. Here's your here's another. There was gimme. Anaheim. There's Anaheim. Um, here's another gimme. Nate Schmidt. Shit. Did he stay in Vancouver? Mm-mm. He got traded out. Oh God. Um. He too stayed in Canada. Winnipeg, then. Yes, excellent. James Reimer. He's a goalie. Mm-hmm. Um, Who he play for? Shit. He might be a starter here too. Calgary. The Sharks. Oh. Jordan Eberle. Oh, he plays for the the Kraken. Yes, I figured that would be a gimme That's... for you since you're paying attention. <laughs> The Seattle Sea Snakes. Um, Tori Krug. St. Louis. Excellent. Zach Bogosian. Nashville. Tampa Bay. Riley Barber, who he played for. Oh my God. You're really trying to fuck with me on that one because he used to be a capital. Mm hmm. And he was something else in between where he is now and there, but I can't remember Montreal, what. I think. I think you're right. He's no longer in either of those places. <laughs> God. Um... I'll give you a hint. Where did Riley Barber go to die? 
Ottawa. No. No. We already did Edmonton, didn't we? We did. There are some other places that hockey goes to die. Edmonton, Ottawa, Buffalo. Keep going. Montreal. No, we had that one already, too. We already did Los Angeles. Mm Mm-hmm. You're missing a big one. Ready to Florida. Damn, hockey goes to die a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Shit. This is, def- this is definitely one of them. I hope there are people when they listen to this just yelling. I don't fucking know. Detroit. Calgary. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie to go go He just got put on waivers today by Jersey. Okay. Well, I didn't realize that. He was still on the list. But I knew. You did. Eric Holla. Boston. Excellent. Blake Coleman. Fuck, he's somewhere stupid. Calgary. Yes. Excellent. Uncle Leo. Leo Kamarov. Oh my God, he's still playing? Yes. Shit, he's not on the island anymore. Yes, he is. Is he? Yes. That was a trick question. No. Um... Yaroslav Halak. Oh, fuck. Halak went to... Including this one, we only have one, two, three, four, five left. Yes, but I don't remember. <laughs> My Adderall wore off a long time ago. <laughs> Just kidding. It's XR. It probably didn't wear off, but there's still no way I'd remember. Where did Halak go? Who he play for? I'm thinking. Let me use my brain. Okay. I don't use it very often, so. I know. I'm, I'm glad to give it some exercise. <laughs> um, have we done all the, Cal- uh, the, we done all the California teams? Have we done all the Canada teams? Not yet. Is he on a Canada team? He is. You said it a couple times already. It's got to be Vancouver then. That's right. He is in Vancouver. He keeps following Brayden Hopi around. Um, Evgeny Dadinov. Columbus, just because I haven't said Columbus yet. You haven't said Columbus yet. It hasn't been mentioned yet, but no. Uh, um, we do Carolina. I don't know. I haven't said Carolina yet, but it's not it either. Um, Vegas. Oh, I forgot about Vegas. <clears throat> so we'll do this one next. Um, Jacob Voracek. He's in Columbus because his hair is sad. That's correct. <laughs> On both counts. Ethan Bear. Carolina. Yes. And last but not least, big save Dave. David Riddich, formerly of Calgary. Bro. There's one team left. This is the last one. Are there Canadian teams left? No. Shit. Um, Is it Nashville? I haven't done Nashville, have I? Yes. You have not done Nashville. David Riddich is in Nashville. Good job. I got that one purely by process of elimination somehow. (laughs) Hey. I did not grade on that. You really threw me some dudes. I was like, I don't know who the fuck this man is. <laughs> well, like I said, there were some teams that didn't make a lot of changes. So like anybody I gave you, you would have been like, oh yeah, he plays for that team. Sorry to um, Yevgeny Dadanov. I don't know who the <laughs> fuck you are. Oh, he was he was a big name on the Panthers for a while when they lacked a lot of big names. Um, okay. I mean, as big a name as you could be on the Panthers exactly but um yeah i tried as best i could to do recognizable names and things so 
I think you you probably were a good fifty percent. I mean, that's still a failing. I feel grade. like I, yeah, but eat my, eat my ass, bro. You, <laughs> I feel like I'm usually better at that than this. But it's usually, you know, like it's been a really funky off season, though. Yeah, because a I feel like I really checked out of hockey last season because it, like, it was so boring because we weren't a we weren't going to games, right? And B we were only playing the same team over and over and over. And it was just, it was fucking boring. It wasn't fun. But now that we're going back, it's more fun. It feels good again. This is true. I accidentally had you on mute. I was talking to you, but you're right. Yeah. When you've only got it, like, it don't, it kind of forces you not to pay attention to the rest of the league when you're only playing a certain yeah. list like, of teams. None of it matters because we're never going to play those teams. That's certainly what it felt like. And we didn't. For the most part, yeah. No, we didn't. Yeah. Because, I mean, we went out in the first round to Boston. We never played anyone else outside of our division. Oh, you right. You right. God damn it. That sucked. I mean, I watched a lot of Minnesota Wild games. Well, sure, because they got Kirill the Thrill. Why wouldn't you watch them? not why. I know, but, I mean, they were fun to watch regardless. Yeah, they were. Um, For the Minnesota Wild. So... That was who he played for. Hooray! Hooray! I feel like now that we're more engaged with hockey, I will maybe know who he played for and it will stop being, holy shit, when did he get there? Every time. <laughs> Literally, so I watched the Kraken and like they were playing Edmonton and literally every time they said Tyson Barry's name, I would be like, holy fuck, he plays for Edmonton? And then I would immediately forget. And then the next time they would say Tyson Barry's name, I'm like, holy fuck, he plays for Edmonton? <laughs> the entire three hours of the game. And people wonder why we call ourselves the Goldfish Lobby. I do- like literally <laughs> the entire game, every time they mentioned there was so- there's somebody, oh, Zach Hyman also plays for um Edmonton. Yes, and he sure does. Actually, every- he was gonna he was gonna be my Edmonton person, and then I was like, nah, I can do better than that. And then every time, like, so him and Tyson Berry, like every time it mentioned their names, I'm like, holy shit, he plays for Edmonton. And I'm like, oh. And then like 10 minutes later, holy shit, he plays for Edmonton over and over and over again. Both games I watched. <laughs> All right. Uh, so maybe, maybe, maybe by Christmas you'll no. You'll remember. That, uh, that these people are on Edmonton? How many times do you think I'm going to watch Edmonton between now and Christmas? Once. I mean, Maybe. how many times How many times do they play the Kraken? I mean, <laughs> no, they're not in their division. Oh, like, bro, Kraken games are at like 10 o'clock at night. I am not. Listener questions. First, yes. one's, first one's from Elizabeth. Yes. Do you think that Carrick will be back on Seattle's squad this year? No. No. Here's um, why. If he were an NHL player, he'd be an NHL player by now. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I say the same thing about Curtis Gabriel because I, a lot of people like him and it's like, if he, he was barely an NHL player in New Jersey Mm -hmm. and the same is true of Connor Carrick. Yeah. He was barely an NHL player everywhere he's been and he's been a few places. He was here. He was in Toronto. Where else? It's like those. Uh, here, uh, Toronto. He played for Dallas for a while. He played for New Jersey. Yep. He played somewhere else too, but I can't remember where. 
Yeah. He's um, been around long enough to be an NHL player if he was an NHL player. It's like it's it's kind of like Michael Latta. Like I know you love him, but also he's I don't I don't love him. No, I somebody else has the love. Our listeners. Oh yes, there are listeners that love him. I love Michael Latta, but um elizabeth also said if the caps did an all or nothing like beliefs who do you think would we'd get the rest of the hockey verse to love like we do well it ain't tom but what if it was i mean it would be nice if it was that would be like the dream right but um i mean the rest of the hockey world kind of already loves the osh babe everybody loves tj oshi Oh, Elizabeth also asked if there would be an entire episode on Lenny and Vince. And for those of you, there should be. It's Lenny Oshie and Vince Backstrom are best friends. They are. And it's the cutest shit I've ever seen. They have the same haircut. They do. Great. Um, Yeah, I think what would be really interesting is I don't think a lot of hockey fans see the side of Ovi that we get to see. Like, aside from like drunk Stanley Cup Ovi. But Nobody there's like see there's big like, fun dad Ovi. That's right. And I think big fun dad Ovi would be a big part of like if they did something like that for the caps. And like like big fun dad Ovi, um dog <laughs> dog foster dad Tom Wilson. True. Um, I mean Koozie, maybe, depending on you know how silly stupid he wants to get. No, it's Hathaway and Dowd. Oh fucking hell! Yes, it is. It's Hathaway and Dowd. Just yes, it is. They're 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 recording a podcast. They're- they are the stepbrothers of an all or nothing. Oh my god. Um, Micah said, "Question him and linked the Jack Johnson signing, which Look, are I can't. I mean, I can't. It defies explanation." Renee said, will the Arizona Coyotes not finish last in the Central? I think they will. Um, frankly, I forgot they were in the Central. So uh, who else is in the Central? Dallas. Dallas. Chicago. Dallas, Chicago. St. Louis. So the only way Arizona doesn't finish, 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 finish. You're just having yourself a time tonight. The only way Arizona doesn't finish last in the Central is if Chicago does. Yeah, I would tend to agree with that. Because everybody else, the Central is generally pretty stacked. Yep, I mean, unless I mean, Jordan Bennington could lead St. Louis into the pooper. We would only be so lucky. I mean, Um, they don't have Petrangelo to save them anymore. Who he play for? Who he play for? He played for um, Vegas, yes? Oh, uh, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. It was controversial. Yes. Elizabeth said goal songs for the Caps. So right now, it seems like they're either still being decided. Friday night, they were using the Foo Fighters Learn to Fly as the default goal song. I mean, and frankly, if they assign songs to players again, they should just move that one over to Koozie. Yeah. I'm sorry. I love Koozie's old one. So I do too. I, yeah, frankly, I mean, I'd like to be able I to. Miss, I miss Get Low. Look, Skeet Skeet is skeet, family skeet friendly. Is family friendly. I, I'm fine with it being a Foo Fighters song. I don't know if Learn to Fly is the one that I would go with. Um, I think given that the Foo Fighters are a DC band, the Foo Fighters is a great choice mm-hmm. in the vein of 
the devil's using the gaslight anthem because the gaslight anthem are from new jersey there are a lot of bands from new jersey though so that gaslight anthem song fucks so hard other it teams really kind of does other teams wish they had a goal song that good except for buffalo buffalo's goal song is the best one so far we don't know what the kraken is oh we don't do we mm. so friday night they used learn to fly for everyone's goal song except for lars eller so we don't know if they're doing individual goal songs this year or if they're just doing one default goal song and also it, they might have a new dj this year i am not sure i don't know there was still some of the punny shit in there though like i think it's interesting now that when they go on the penalty kill they play killing in the name of when wes announces who's sponsoring the penalty kill they have also played two different k-pop songs Yes, they have, I, and I don't know. I don't know if that's very Jordan. I would agree with you. So who knows? Jordan likes to be very likes to get in on the very zeitgeisty. So the BTS one wouldn't surprise me because it was butter, but uh, the TXT one's a little bit more of a reach. Although, well, an- to be honest with you, I did not realize it was completely in English until last night. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, heaven forbid a, ho- a song. At a hockey game is played that's sung in another language. Right? Anyway, Elizabeth says, ranking the divisions. So Metro. uh, I mean, you want us to go through all of them and do one through eight everywhere? No, there's only four divisions. Right, but does she, that's what I'm asking. No, 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 just rank the four divisions. Oh, Metro's the hardest. Metro's the hardest. Metro Central. sucks. Metro Central, Eastern, Pacific, Western, whatever it is. Yeah, the Pacific Division sucks. So Metro's always the top. The only thing that's going to come from the Pacific this season is the Kraken. Because everything else in the Pacific is trash. Mm. Vegas. Is Vegas in the Pacific? Yes. It's just going to be Vegas and Seattle. They're the only, yeah. like, maybe Vancouver's got a chance. Yeah. But, like, San Jose? No. Mm. L.A.? No. No. The Ducks? No. Ducks? No. Who else? Is, that's seven. No, that's six. Who else is in that? See, I think Renee was wrong. I think Arizona's back in the West. Pacific. Ducks, Flames, Oilers, Kings, Sharks, Kraken, Canucks, Golden Knights. So Flames, Canucks, Kraken, Golden Knights. Ducks are trash. Oilers are trash. Kings are trash. Sharks are trash. Preds might be trash. Speaking of the Central Division, Preds might be trash. Not sure. Yeah, it might huh. be. I mean, they got UC Soros. I mean, for it's going to be like, I don't know who their backup goalie is going to be now since Pekka retired, but I don't a know. Name about, I didn't recognize. I don't know about the Predators this season, guys. I don't know about them either. But yeah, maybe to go back to that, I think the only team that will keep the Yotes from being in last is the Blackhawks. But I wouldn't discount the Preds. So yeah, I would say the Metro. And then this the Southeast Division. It's not the Southeast Division. Whatever the hell that division. Metro East. There's Metro East, Central, and West. Yeah. And Pacific. I think that's Pacific. I, think the, I keep saying West, but it's Pacific. I think that's the order. Atlantic. Atlantic. There we go. Metro Atlantic Central Pacific. I think that's the order. You think? You think you think that um Central is not better than um, no, Atlantic? you've got the Bruins, you've got Toronto, you've got Tampa Bay in there. Okay, and then you've got the Sabres, the Red Wings, 
the Panthers, the Habs, and the Senators. The Panthers and the Panthers especially, but the Habs maybe are decent. I mean, the Habs just went to the cup final. Not because they should have. I mean. Fine. The Panthers are going to be a contender this year. Fine. I don't know. Not with Bob, but fine. (laughs) No, Bob's not going to be the starter. Question. Oh, this was from Sarah. Question. Hockey, but why? And we have... uh, Four people in agreement uh, with that, which are Micah, Melanie, Karen, and Jerka. And then my sibling has helpfully suggested because violence. Also because money. Yeah. But yeah, violence is also a very good answer. <laughs> Lindsay says, who's the daddy? As in, who's going to be looking after LaPierre and McMichael this year? And what's the worst that can happen? It's going to be TJ Oshie because he has already like talked about how awesome, 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 awesome. And he used four awesomes that Hendrix LaPierre is. I don't, I don't know if I trust that. Actually, no, you know what? I think TJ Oshie is a great dad. I just worry about him being a bad influence on other hockey players. I mean, we're not going to give them to the Russians. No. So who's left? We can't give them to Nikki either because Nikki would just scare them. I mean, we have many times in the past given Nick Backstrom children. Andre Burakovsky's fine. And what has happened to those children? They have left us. That's not Nick Backstrom's fault. How do we know? We just know. He was in charge. That's not his fault. He's not in charge of that. I'm just saying. Nikki's a scary dad. Okay. Jarka, question. Will the Cavs ever realize they can actually develop their young talent instead of losing them? I fucking hope so. Um, and then Karen's question is related to Jarka's. There are a lot of great ex-caps in the NHL and the AHL today. If you had to choose your own starting six from those ex-caps, who would you choose? Well, Jesus. Amy's starting goalie is Braden Holtby. That's true. And my starting left wing <laughs> and my left defenseman. Yes. All right. So that's three. Let's just do three more. Who's at center? I don't know, but Jacob Frana's my other wing. He was on the left too, wasn't he? No. Okay, then then him. Oh, okay. well, I don't know. Can he play either wing? Sure. Let's say that. <laughs> I um, like Jacob Frana. <laughs> okay. So we have one more defenseman and a center. Jay Beagle. I mean, he's really good at faceoffs. Yes, let's say Jay Beagle. Let's say Jay Beagle. Jay Beagle centering <laughs> Verona and Marcus Johansson. And your other defenseman's Mike Green. See, I was going to say Brooks hands to Silk Orpic, but okay. For Elizabeth, we'll do Mike Green. Yeah. Uh, related. Although he's retired. Does that count? We can't use Brooks either because he's retired. I don't know. Has, should we just do actives? What other actives? Have, uh, Brendan Dillon then. Okay, he's also the same side as Jonas, isn't he? Jonas can play either side. It's fine. Okay. He'll do what he needs to do. Yes, ma'am. Just like JoJo will play center when they ask him to, and he won't be great at it, but he'll do it. Okay. (laughs) From Elizabeth, related to Lindsay's question about who's the daddy, Related, when are we going to get children to babysit the babies and how many do you think they can handle? This is, um, I believe, a callback to when Andre Burakovsky used to babysit Tiny Carl. Those children aren't ready to handle other children yet. 
Yeah, I would not leave any babies with any of the. Nah, VTech Vanacek got it. That's an adult. Yeah. I mean, he's baby in terms of the average age of the team, but yes, he's. VTech Vanacek could handle a child. Mm-hmm. Now, in fact, pretty soon he probably will be. Considering he got engaged and all. Listen. Okay, but by that logic, Sam Sonoff's been married for like three years. Sam Sonoff's Sam Sonoff, also been a goalie for three years. With. And, and he's also been a goalie for three years, and look what's coming at. So. I would not trust Sam Sonoff with a child. No, I would not trust him in my goal either. And finally, from Melanie, how would the cats dress each other's children for Halloween? Example, Nick dressing the Osh babies. Or koozie dressing the off chunks. I, I have wanna, Melanie. I want to hear she, some cursed shit. Is what Melanie said. I know she wants to hear some cursed shit, and I'm sorry, Melanie, but here's the deal: if anyone thinks that the men of these hockey couples decide on Halloween costumes for any children whatsoever, they are sorely mistaken. Yeah, she's got it fucked up. Nick Backstrom probably like as a good parent probably has input and tj oshi as a good parent probably like buys lenny whatever she fucking asks for um but i don't know that that's like hey family we're gonna do this costume we're gonna do this family costume no uh uh-uh they're not doing that no you know ovi comes home from the rink and nastia has bought six costumes for their two children and dog. Oh, and and all of the wags have gotten together and said, "All right, these boys are going to dress up like this, and we're going to dress up like that." And like, because you know how one year they did Snow White and the Seven Fucking Dwarfs. Oh my god! Oh my god! I missed fucking <coughs> hockey Halloween. That is what was missing from my life last year. Uh huh. It was missing Jonas Siegenthaler's last minute beer mug costume. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> oh jesus um yeah exactly like that's the kind of shit that happens when you leave the decisions up to the men they're they can barely dress themselves let alone children let alone other people's children i believe in nick backstrom i don't know about the rest of them i mean yeah maybe nick john carlson and it's spider-man costumes all the way down oh my god well i mean it's all boys and they're all probably like as a mom like and at those ages it's how come he gets to be spider-man why can't i be spider-man i want to be spider-man too so then it becomes all right all y'all are being (laughs) spider-man like Like a spider-man rudy's spider-man whatever the baby's name is spider-man i don't remember the baby's name john spider-man gina's spider-man all 17 oshis are spider-man the dogs I mean, are Spider-Man. If they were really creative and or paid attention and were comic book geeks, they could do a whole Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse scene. And everybody could be like Gina different spider Spider Gwen. That's right. Somebody could be John Carlson could be Spider-Pig. No, the baby's already got a pig costume. Oh, <gasps> he could be Spider-Pig. You're right. Gina, call me. I've got it figured out. <laughs> Anyway, next time we'll actually be playing hockey and we'll have like more hockey crap to talk about and probably not Halloween costumes. In the meantime, we'll talk you can. about the costumes that were yes. at that point. 
In the meantime, you can message us on Twitter at PuckerUpPodcast. You can email us at PuckerUpPod at gmail.com. You can visit our website at PuckerUpHockey.com. And we are on Patreon at Patreon.com slash PuckerUpHockey. Nope, it's PuckerUpPodcast. Patreon.com slash PuckerUpPodcast. And we have a Discord where we took all of these questions from our Ding Dong friends and where we host movie nights and Among Us nights and watch K-pop talk about concerts. hockey together. And we made Amy watch a K-pop concert last night. Oh, well, part I, of one. Part of it. Yes, yeah, she left for part of it. Did not get to see my favorite song. I'm really disappointed in you, Amy. I saw you Barry's too. and Cream, Colonel Sanders, though. <laughs> It really was, though. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> they were all the little lads who were the little lads who love berries and cream. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. Once again. <laughs> As always, thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.